So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 332 for January 9th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reince Ruth, and joining me this week we have Andrew Roa McFain. I am joining this week, and that's it, because uh, apparently Cyberpunk Monk is feeling a bit under the weather. Uh, weather, weather, weather. Having a missing front tooth is very odd <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> under the weather right now. Uh, and oh, I found out. Uh, just so you know, update. Uh. 17 weeks is how long you have to wait between a bone graft and then putting in the dental implant. Oh, boy. Yep, and then there's a couple, like a, a month or two more of healing after that, I assume, and then you can put the crown on. So it'll be about six to seven months of <laughs> not having a tooth in. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth. Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, you can go to a row.website where there's a list of links, I hope. Should still be there, right? Sh- uh, I pay you, for it. Oh, you pay for it. It's not self-hosted. No. Why no. don't you self-host it? Uh, honestly, it's because I, I set all that up before I had a server. Oh, and I was right. like, I like NeoCities, so... I'm going to put my website on there. And I'm like, I really like what this company does. I'm going to give them $5 a month. Oh, is that how much? Yeah. I pay. You you don't, you don't have to pay for it. It, You can, you can host, you can host a lot of shit for free, but I just really appreciate what they do. So I give them $5. I pay like $11 a month or something. It's nothing really. Well, yeah, but you also have like a WordPress instance, right? I do. I do have WordPress, and I know how to build websites myself, do HTML and all that, you know, HTML and CSS and PHP and all that. Like, I can do that, but I really don't want to. And when I started the website, uh, my idea was, oh, you know, I'll have other people post on the site. And, like, you have an account. (laughs) Yeah. if 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 you forgot, you have an account. Uh, where you can you can go in and you can post things, um, and then I can I can review them and you know be like no you're not allowed to say that word Oroa bad, <laughs> um, but that never really came to fruition. Uh, but just so you know, it, it's still there. I think your account's still there. So if you post YouTube videos, you can post them on the site if you wanted. Yeah. Anyway, if anybody ever actually went there, yeah. Well. Nobody ever goes to my site, and nobody ever goes to your videos. So it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're oh, we're so bad. Anyway, uh, you can find me Nathan Reitz Ruth everywhere at Reiton. I'm Reiton on Twitter, Reiton on Twitch. Uh, I stream on Twitch Monday through Friday, six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I just downloaded DaVinci Resolve onto my new computer and got that working. Apparently. Microsoft is butts, and uh, I I imported my media like I was just I, I just threw a couple clips in just to be like oh okay it's working I'm able to 
look at video and edit it if I want to. Uh, and it said media offline on DaVinci Resolve. Uh, and I was like, what the hell? And everyone's like, oh, okay, you just need to relink your media files because it lost where your your original link was. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. not the issue because I literally just imported it. Uh, turns out that Microsoft wants you to pay 99 cents for like the HVEC or whatever codec to oh. work with Windows 10. Wait, you encoded your video with HEVC? Uh, I did whatever, uh, whatever it did. I don't know. It was MP4. Oh. It well, might yeah, have been HEVC. It must have been uh, H.265. That's probably what happened. That's probably what. I think... You I have a hardware H.265 encoder? Was it... Well, isn't it H.264? Or are you encoding... No, uh, well, so there's H.264, um, which is what, like, everything uses. Uh, but yeah, HEVC yeah. is H.265. Uh, let me see. I had to download... I'm, I'm opening it up again. Or trying to open it up again, but I have too many links open. Stop it. I don't want to go back to Twitter. Okay, I'm not going to be able to find it. But you also... Uh... It is the... Um, yeah, Microsoft HEVC video extensions. Yeah, um, I guess since you encode with uh, X264, right? Like you yeah. use software encoding. Yeah, uh, maybe you set it to that for some reason, thinking maybe. that it would make your life better. No, nope. which I mean, H.265 is more efficient, like oh. in terms of space. I know what like, happened. That's, that's the point. Uh, I think I recorded that those clips were from my game capture for from RE Central. Mm. And I think huh. that that used the um that particular uh coding encoding i'm looking at it right Must now but, but but anyway so i had to i had to pay 99 cents for that it was annoying but that's fucking dumb yep uh but yeah so go to my uh go to my podcast this is the podcast you can find this podcast everywhere at written podcast uh we're on we're on itunes you can rate us on itunes and leave a comment uh they have added ratings to spotify uh, but you cannot leave a comment. You can rate us, but you cannot leave a comment on Spotify. So rate us uh, five out of five, please. So that because the the higher rating, the more likely we are to be promoted to other people. Anyway, uh, what what games have you played? We're we're ranting a lot today. I don't. Know. Yeah, it, you'd think that with Connor not here, we'd have less talking. But uh... no, no, no. Uh... He he likes to he brings it down. <laughs> <laughs> I um more than anything, I, I've been playing Dead by Daylight. Okay. Uh which I think I I think I brought it up last week that I was playing that again after a very long hiatus. I think so. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've just been I've been watching a streamer play it a lot. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking try it again because it's been a long time, and it's uh, it's usually a pretty good time. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. 
but uh in sort of the like i'm losing at halo kind of frustrating you know yeah yeah where it's like yeah i'm not do i'm not doing too great at this but the the moment to moment gameplay is still entertaining enough and i feel like i have enough agency over this that i'm not going to quit playing the game right right uh my problem with halo is uh my friends suck and don't, and don't play, play with you and don't play games with me yeah 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 anyway well, you uh, know, have but... you been playing dead by daylight with anyone or just by yourself just by myself do you play the killer or do you play the the normies uh, always killer always. always killer okay always uh, uh playing survivor is uh that pushes too far uh into in the direction of this is just a miserable experience and i hate my life right now yeah how so. many um uh do, do you do you play with anybody else uh like and if you do do you play the survivors or do you just play by yourself all the time um there so my sister-in-law really likes the game uh but to be honest i don't like playing it with her because she's way better at it than i am oh okay i thought maybe you were gonna say she was way worse no uh <laughs> no um pretty much it, it sometimes she'll catch that i'm playing it and want me to like play custom matches with her which like the game isn't designed to be 1v1 anyway um and really that should mean that as killer you have a very easy time but uh like i said she's really fucking good at the game compared to me uh so it's just me getting trashed uh, regardless of which side i'm on uh so it's like yeah i'm gonna spend two hours um feeling like shit yep this is real yep. good uh that's that's fun i uh <laughs> i i don't like that game but to each their own uh what what killer do you like do you have all the killers unlocked or do you only have i'm not sure I how own... it works do you do you purchase the killers you do purchase uh pretty much all of them for the last couple of years uh they they had some free stuff whenever the game was first coming out uh but now you have to buy pretty much everything and i own maybe half Maybe okay. half of all the killers. And uh, who's your favorite? Hmm. I mean, my it, that that's hard to say because part of part of why I didn't play the game for a long time is because of the progression system. You have to play the game to get progression to unlock uh, perk slots uh, to be able to make your killer viable yeah uh so under normal circumstances you're going to have a bad time anyway the first few rounds because you're not going to have the capability of equipping perks that let you win in most cases unless you're really good uh so i've been playing as uh the trickster is is his in-game like title uh every killer has like a title and then they have a real name uh that's 
why like uh Leatherface is called the cannibal or something oh, right. like that. Right. And who's the trickster? Is that Loki the... from from Marvel? <laughs> no, the trickster is an original character because okay. they have not just licensed characters, but they do have original characters. He is a K-pop star uh who was also secretly a serial killer um and would record the tortured screams of his victims and turn them into backing tracks for his songs. Um, and so his gimmick is that he throws knives. Uh, so you have a stock of knives and while you're chasing people around, you can throw those. And if you get enough hits on somebody, it counts as a full attack. Oh, I've seen, I've seen that. Uh, I, I don't, watch very much of it. Uh I have a friend Lymera who will play they'll play that game. And and I think Trickster is one of their favorites. I I like playing Trickster. Uh it was mainly just that uh whenever I came back the current uh they have like a battle pass system and they have challenges that you can choose to complete and the unlocks for those challenges were related to Trickster's storyline. Uh, uh, so they're all trickster challenges. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll play trickster, whatever. I got a bunch of free experience points for coming back to the game, so I'll throw all those at him. Um, but I also really, really like playing as Pyramid Head. Pyramid, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pyramid Head that. is probably my overall favorite, like to role play, because a lot of his capabilities are around standing still and just being menacing and waiting for people to show up. And that's really fun. I mean, there are a few that if I were to play the game that I would want to play as a pinhead, Freddy Krueger. Those would probably be the ones that I wanted to play. I hear pinheads really hard to play as though. Uh, Everyone hates pinhead um, because if you, do figure out how to play him. He's stupidly overpowered. Yeah. In a lot of cases. Um, and it's like, it's not even that he's overpowered in terms of like makes winning easy. It's just that he's very frustrating to play against mm. because his whole ability is just grab the person and hold them in place over and over again. So they can't fucking do anything. And I like that. Uh, <laughs> being a cheap bastard. I really like that idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we should move on. What other games have you played? Um, I tried out Among Us last night with the the fam. Uh huh. Um, after all the updates that they came out with, and uh, you know what? Adding roles into the game, what do you know? Actually, makes the game way more fun. Oh, that's Because uh, they they had a bunch of mods there for a while that were adding roles into the game, and I thought that they were fun, but like they weren't balanced really. Uh, And the actual devs took that concept and kind of boiled it down into the parts that are actually good. And it's really fun. The being able to shape shift into another uh, survivor. uh, What do you call them? Crew Uh, crew member. Yeah. Just crew. Yeah. Being able to to shapeshift whenever you're the imposter like completely changes everything about how that plays. 
Yeah, my like, problem with with games like Among Us is I really like playing the game for about an hour. Yeah. And, and everyone else wants to play it for like 5. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's cool. Can we do something literally anything else right now? Yeah, like it's definitely not something where I could see playing it for hours upon hours, but uh we played it for like maybe an hour, an hour and a half, and then uh and then played crab game. So Yeah, I my favorite story, I've told it before, is where uh I was playing with some friends and some we had there were two killers, and I was one of them. Or imposters. And uh I, I was this guy was like I think Reeton did it and I was like no man what what the hell and so he's like I'm gonna follow Reeton around and then if I if I wind up dead or if I see something like you you know if nobody dies then it's clearly Reeton and so like we're what like we leave the area and the first thing I do is I kill this guy like right when right when the timer's up I kill the guy and then I just hover over his corpse waiting for somebody else to show up so I could try to kill them before they're able to ring the alarm. But then the stupid other imposter got caught killing somebody, and they and so they're like, wait, what happened to this guy? I'm like, oh, I killed the shit out of him. Like, immediately. And, <laughs> and like, I was still just mad because the other imposter was the one who got me caught because they failed at killing somebody. <laughs> uh... But uh, yeah, it was uh, it, that was fun. But there, I get I get really bored because it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but but it's a good party game. Uh, it, and did you do anything else? Just just those two games. Um, I mean that's the the main crux of it. I've I've uh, been trying to get Sega Saturn games to work on my Switch. Ooh. That's been kind of difficult uh yeah but also this i i just don't know that the switch has the horsepower to do it there's a, they, they work decently well on pc but i have a saturn and oh. uh i want to they, they have a, a thing called the the sadiator or sadiator something like that, that it's like 200 is, bucks is that like the gd uh ISO left no. for the Dreamcast? No. So there's an expansion port in the back right of the Saturn, or the back left of the Saturn, some, one of the two. There's an expansion port, and you take this thing, and you just put a card into it, and you plug it into the expansion port, and it's it's like an EverDrive, basically. Wow. That's way easier than I thought it would be. Yeah. And and they have... They have um, they have one that is interchangeable that you can change out. You can change out the CD uh, drive for uh, an SD card reader. Um, yeah, and that, I mean, if you can just plug it into an expansion port, like, why the fuck bother? I know, right? So cool. Um, but the one that the 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 drive replacement one will work on either the GameCube or not GameCube. Uh, <laughs> The Dreamcast or the Saturn, you can you can use it on either one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but if realistically, again, I would just if I'm gonna do the Saturn one, I'll just get the Sadiator and pop it right into the that port. Yeah. There. Anyway. Now does that 
Does that take up the RAM expansion? Like, is no, because that's on. Oh. No, that's okay. on the top. I've literally never actually seen a Saturn like in person. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're really cool. Um, I mean, the the they had some issues, obviously, but uh, I do oh, yeah. have it, and I have I have Road Rash on it, so. Like, I can't believe how many fucking games came out for the Saturn in spite of how much of an abject failure it was. <laughs> it's a complete failure. And a lot of the games weren't good. But we're going to move on, and I'm going <laughs> to talk about the games that I played this week. Uh, on Monday, I played uh, Escape from Tarkov. Um, and What? And, yeah. Yeah, I played that game. Okay. And let me, uh, let me tell you how that went. Uh, I... <laughs> Started out in the factory, because because I looked around Ooh. and well I looked around oh, no. I looked around and it was like uh difficult like there was no easy or like medium the difficulties difficulty. mean nothing <laughs> yeah it's the difficulty is hard and insane <laughs> I was like okay cool <laughs> um so I went to I went to the factory and I I'm like hearing people run around and like shoot things I'm just like what the fuck is happening. And I'm I'm wandering around very slowly, trying not to make any noise, figuring out what's going on. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then two NPCs come around the corner. <laughs> um, and I kill them. I kill both of the NPCs. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And I sit there and I'm trying to reload. And I'm looking at the hallway where the NPCs had come from, thinking maybe somebody's going to come from over there. And I got shot in the side of the head. Um, so that's my first round. And I was like, okay, let me, let me jump back into another one. Wait another 10. No. Well, I was going to ask, were you playing in offline mode or? No, I was online. This was online. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All of them were online. I didn't do any offline ones. God damn. You're Um, a hard ass. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, offline mode, you don't get to keep anything. No, but like I, I, I've, Played in offline mode quite a bit to start out with, just because you also don't lose anything. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so what the? F- Did your house just collapse? Yes, my house. Coll- my my girlfriend's behind me, and she just dropped a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> so, I uh, I I go into the second match, and I'm like, all right, I'm in the second match, but I didn't realize. That in between matches, it doesn't automatically put give you weapons and armor and stuff. <laughs> he went. <laughs> so I'm back in the factory, and I step out of the room, and an NPC sees me and starts shooting at me. So I go back into the room, and I I I'm like I don't know what to do. I I'm trapped. The guy's standing at the doorway. And so I go and I try to knife him to death and it doesn't work. It just, the knife doesn't do as much damage as I was hoping. Uh, and even though his, his accuracy was not very high, I still died pretty readily. Uh, so did you also know that if you go into a raid without any equipment, that you are marked and cursed, which makes all NPCs, uh seek you out to kill you oh that would explain it i did not know that what why why (laughs) because you're going in with uh no risk of losing anything 
Oh, so you have to be punished. I, I see. Because so, the game just hates you. So I go into another game, and I, and and those were the, my first three games, and then it kind of goes into fuzziness where I don't know exactly how the the chronological timeline of how it happens, but I know I spawn in another one, uh, and the time really matters uh, of when you go in because I oh, oh, yeah. like, I'm going to go to this one, uh, and I went into like a forest area, um, <laughs> at nighttime. And yeah, it's pitch you didn't fucking bring night black. vision goggles. And I didn't bring night vision goggles, so I'm wandering around, and I can see like a foot and a half in front of me. I did the same thing. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I found a, I found a hill to go down. So I'm going down this hill, and I got shot in the throat. Uh, <laughs> just immediately, like somebody turned, shot me right in the throat. Uh, and then I, I was like, okay, so time matters. I don't have any night vision goggles. I don't have any equipment anymore because I've lost it all. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go in during the daytime. And so I go into the during the daytime. I'm going around and I, I find a, a little village, a little, a little town. And I go into the town. I hear somebody. And so I stop moving, and I have a pistol on me. Uh, and this guy comes out. And I shoot him. I empty my clip into him, and he doesn't die. But but I definitely won the encounter at that point. Uh, so I reload and I go into the house, and he must have healed up or something because I go around, I shoot him a few more times, and then I die. <laughs> I did four hundred damage to him and four hundred damage to his armor, and he did not go down. Oh, like I did a ton of damage to this guy. And I was the one who died. I, Very, I don't have an answer on that one. Yeah. I, I What I'm thinking is while I was reloading and gathering myself outside, he must have, I don't know, drank some cocaine or something. And He, he, he had to have been just rubbing uh, Vaseline all over himself. Yeah, something, something. <laughs> so, uh, and then there was one other time I was like, okay, I'm going to, I got one more. And then if, if I die quickly, I'll just do the offline and see how that goes. Uh, and I went in, I had no weapons. I had like, I was just like, I don't have anything anymore. I've lost it all. <laughs> I insured some of it, but like none of it's come back to me. So fuck it. So yep, you got to wait a whole day. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I go and I, uh, I, I'm wandering around and I survived for like 40 minutes just wandering around, uh, I saw no NPCs, nothing. I actually was able to collect things and break into things. And then I went into like a school or something and somebody just turned and shot me a few times and I died. <laughs> so um, I'm, I can say I'm not a huge fan. Not, not a huge fan. Uh, I am a huge fan of Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, uh, which I played on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I still haven't beat. Um, oh. Yeah. So I thought, oh man, I'm getting to the end of the game. I'm in, I'm in the abyss. Uh, and then on third, no Wednesday, I killed Baphomet, which at the at the beginning you're like, oh man, Baphomet's like the he's a demon lord. I figured you're gonna kill a demon lord. That's your final thing. Uh, apparently, the answer is no. That's that's not how it works. Um, so I I I killed the demon lord and. 
Then I have to continue playing the game, and then I turn into a dragon. What the fuck? Yeah. So now I'm a dragon. Like I can, I can. Game ever end? I can shapeshift into a dragon. It does end. Uh, I have to close the world wound next. So that's what I'm hoping is the end of the game, but we'll fucking see. It just keeps going. It's a good game. At least I got my money's worth out of it. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> like, I seriously have over 100 hours in the game. Good and Lord. And it's still, it's still going. So uh, if, if you like long uh, tabletop RPGs, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous has got you covered. And that's just like one path you can take too there are multiple paths um they gave me an option i'm i'm giving spoilers i i assume anybody listening to this isn't going to play the full game or doesn't care about spoilers so um they give you the choice where they're like okay you can either basically join the dark side um and and keep all of your your powers cuz they give you like some mystical powers but then you feel you realize partway through that you're there you have used the powers for whatever you want to do but they were actually granted to you by a demon lord not a goddess or god and so you have the choice to either keep the powers uh or then get or get rid of them uh and be good or if you played your cards right like i did become a dragon (laughs) and i was like I mean, I have the option to become a dragon, so I think I'm going to become a dragon. Like, that just seems fair. Uh, so I, I am now a gold dragon, which is pretty sweet. Uh, you don't, you're, you don't walk around as a dragon. You can transform into a dragon during battle. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a all the time. You're, you're like, hey, what's up? I'm <laughs> and, a dragon. And then you are a dragon for the rest yeah. of the game. Uh, I'd be cool with that, but I mean. In in my actual Pathfinder game, I uh I was a bugbear because I got turned into a bugbear. So, you know, shit happens in in Pathfinder. It was if you're reincarnated in in Pathfinder, um you do not necessarily come back as the uh as the race you died as. So, I was oh. a dwarf and I died. And somebody reincarnated me. And you roll a 1D100. And, like, if you get, like, 20 to 30 or whatever, or 20 to 33, you become an elf or whatever. Or like, you know, a base character. And there's a 77% chance you're going to be, like, an elf, a dwarf, a human, a gnome, whatever. But um, there's a 23% chance that you're going to become a different type of creature, like a you know a kobold or something or a goblin and literally if you there's only 1% chance you have to roll a 1 on a 1d100 to become a bugbear <laughs> and i rolled a 1 on a 1d100 <laughs> which was fucking great it increased my strength by like 4 it was awesome <laughs> um but anyway uh the last game i played on friday i decided to pick up another different game uh, which is, I would say, a little less brutal than uh, than Escape from Tarkov, and that game was Temtem. I saw the go live notification and I was like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" 
Why? <laughs> You're playing fucking not Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's Pokemon. It is definitely Pokemon. Uh but I can say that the community has been really nice. Uh I had a few people just jump in uh that were like, "Hey, a new player, how's it going? Here, I got some uh, Pokemon I bred that are level 1. Have them." Or Temtem that are level 1. Here, you can have them. And so I have some like overpowered Temtem now. Wait, is it like is it like an online game? Yeah. Yeah, it's an MMORPG. What? what? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just a Pokemon ripoff. Oh, it is, but it's an online uh game. So yeah, people from the community came in and they're like I met up with one of them and he, he gave me a couple Temtem. Uh and and I always thought the breeding in Pokemon and was kind of weird because it's it's aimed towards kids and then they're like, make them fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you need to, like, wean out the losers, and we need selective breeding in here. Well, especially with fucking, like, IV stats and shit. Oh, and they have that. Um, they call them SV and TV, and I don't know what the fuck they mean. Uh, <laughs> I've read about them, and I have no idea. I just, I'm just going to play the game and figure it out, I guess. That's probably um, for the best. And and it doesn't really matter unless you're you know going in the end game and doing like PvP stuff. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's forty bucks. Uh, and if you like Pokemon and you want like an online Pokemon experience, might as well play it. Uh, anyway, let's move on to some stories because we've been bullshitting for about half an hour. Uh, <laughs> Keymander. Actually, this is really neat. I yeah. don't think I'd ever get it, but I think it's really neat. It's, uh, the Keymander is a KVM, uh, which is allowing you to use a keyboard and mouse on your PC, Xbox, Switch, and PS4. Uh, did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it says... The name of the game here is Streamlining. The Nexus Gaming KVM brings multiple consoles to a single screen and input system on the PC, while also allowing users to swap among Switch, Xbox One, and PS4 controllers. Uh, it supports video at 4K and 60Hz using HDMI 2.1. It says now to address... This is all from Engadget, by the way. Link in the description below. Now to address the ninth generation elephant in the room the nexus gaming kvm doesn't fully support ps5 or dual sense controllers uh and this is in line with previous iterations of the keymander switches which also have limited functionality with the ps5 but it sounds like it'll work with the xbox series consoles yeah probably um, because they just use x input yeah <clears throat> it says uh we have limited support for the ps5 can only play PS4 and non-DualSense PS5 games. The IO Gear spokesperson told Engadget, we are looking to launch a dongle in late Q2 that may bring full support. So that's pretty neat. Um, I don't think I would be... I don't think I'm going to get it. It's 200 bucks. It uh, would be good for like... If if you are a con like you play a lot of console games, yeah, and but you play them like at your desk or something. Uh, that's like, what I do. Yeah, yeah. It, for like uh for like streamers or whatever that aren't PC gamers, 
like th this seems fantastic yeah um it does say that there are other ways to play certain games with the keyboard and mouse plugged directly into the consoles, but these titles are limited. Not only does the Nexus Gaming KVM unlock the input method for every game on supported systems, but it keeps things organized by running each console through a single monitor and headset, negating the need to swap screens and controllers unless you have a PS5. <laughs> Fuck PS5, apparently. Uh, I can That's say, okay. No one has a PS5 anyway. I do. No one. I I have not played it yet. <laughs> my my friend has one too. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know how the hell he managed to get it. Oh. But oh. when I went over to his apartment and I saw it, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, that thing is huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I uh I have the discless version, which is upsetting. I think that's I... what he has as well. But it's it like. Was... I'm pretty sure that thing is bigger than my PC. Yeah, I thought the original Xbox console was huge. Yeah, but like it's it's bigger than that. It's bigger than the Xbox, I think. It is. I I really want um and I might I might actually pull the plug here uh after a bit. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I will, but uh I want to take a, an original Xbox console and turn it into like a a PC. Oh and, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. And uh, I have a friend who's really good at three D design. So what I want to do is take the back of it and cut off the the input output ports on the back that thing, and then yeah. have him three D print a new bracket in the back there. That, that has would be like, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the new AMD. Process APUs coming out, I think would yeah. be perfect for that. Totally. Anyway, uh, and then of course I would want to replace the um, controller ports with USB ports. Yeah, and that would that wouldn't be too hard. Um, and then I would want the the buttons to work. The you know eject. Yeah, and that would, stuff. That would be easy too. Yeah. One day, one day I will I will do that, and and because I've seen other people do it. Yeah. And they're like. Oh, we made it. It looks good. But you can tell that it's not an act like you can tell it's modified. Yeah. And I, I would want at the from the front to look like it's modified. And also you can change the splash screen that starts up with Windows. Um, there's there's a way to like modify those files so that it would be the original Xbox splash screen when you turn it on. That'd be that'd be that would be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, it's also sweet. Uh, we we both posted stories here. I don't know if you posted it before I did or I, whatever. I'm sure there's a timestamp. Um, but PlayStation VR two. Oh, uh, oh yes. I saw some people like some of my friends. Their opinions are very uh, wrong. Dumb. It, it like they have very like. I don't like this, so it's stupid and nobody else should like it. Opinions. Um, like I probably will never get a PSVR two because I have a Vive. But yeah, like I still think it's cool that they're coming out with VR for consoles for normies. So you know, you say that, but like, it's like fucking if if I had if I if I had a PS five. 
and like the price was right on this headset which we'll see like this is a really fucking good headset yeah oh i wonder what would be really cool is if they were if somebody tweaked it and was able to get it working on pc but you know well with how the ps vr works on pc i can't imagine that it would be anywhere near as oh, good is it... as, as how it works on, con- on with the console oh it's yeah not the, good. It, it's not although i will say with the way that the tracking works um on the new one maybe it would be a different story i don't know yeah okay so we'll, we'll talk about it though let's let's talk about the psvr2 uh which is good i like that they're they're calling it too instead of being like if, uh, vr more psvr ps yeah, the ps the ps vr yes yeah it's yeah uh, just virtualis yeah so what console it's going to be on uh this is just a, a, a thing where it's like everything we know what console it's going to be on the playstation 5 duh no shit uh, so it's got some bonkers specs then. PSVR 2 is no doubt an impressive piece of tech. Uh, it's got an OLED screen, or I'm sorry, OLED screen s- display. OLED screen displays games in 4K resolution specifically <laughs> at 2000 by 2040 per eye. It'll feature a field yep. of view of approximately 110 degrees. Uh, for those who you like to get in the weeds of stuff, here's the full list of specs, which you have, you have listed. Yeah, it, uh, supports 90 or 120 hertz, uh, which is great. Yeah. Um. Anything lower like, than 90 in VR is going to be bad times. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is funny because everyone loves the Quest 2 and that runs a lot of games at 60. I mean... To be fair, the Quest 2 is 300 bucks. It's true, but the PSVR is 400. Right, right. Uh, but it's not a well, self-contained unit. I'll give him that, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah, that's neat. And and you know that I'm pretty sure Sony's selling it at a loss. Uh, I don't know. I really don't, uh, at least on the first one. Like, yeah. we don't know what the price is on the PSVR 2 yet, but... If they are, if they do end up selling it for four hundred, uh, they are definitely selling it at a loss. Yeah, uh, motion sensor, six-axis motion sensing system, three-axis gyroscope, three-axis accelerometer, um, and the attachment sensor, IR proximity sensor. Um, cameras, you got four cameras for a headset and controller tracking IR camera for. There's an. Why do you not have a space there? This is an official thing on blog that, <laughs> and there's a typo. Ah, I heard camera for tracking uh, per eye. Um, so it, just so you know, there was a typo. Tracking and IR are one word in there. Anyway. Well, yeah. Um. Uh. Vibrate. The, there's the, vibration. There's vibration in the headset. I like that. They should Which put is... electrodes in there. <laughs> It's a really weird idea, though. Like, they they talk about it being, like, this crazy revolutionary thing. I don't know about that, especially since it's only one motor. Yeah. But it's still, a, like, an interesting concept. 
Yeah, uh, there is a amazing built-in microphone, <laughs> uh, and then you've got a stereo headphone jack. It, as long as as long as it's at least as good as the uh, as the index's microphone, whatever. I, I yeah, because I can tell you the HTC Vive microphone is um fucking terrible. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. The the PSVR microphone isn't much better, but at least it wasn't positioned right below your nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, our good friend Connor would would play games with us, and the that that spacing is not very good. I had I bought a uh, a wireless microphone for when I would stream with my v, uh, with my VR headset. Just yeah, because otherwise you yeah the whole fucking time. Yep. Uh, PlayStation VR two sense controller specs. I mean, th- they've got controllers, buttons. Yeah, got they got a bunch buttons. of buttons. They got it's, it's not the move controllers. Oh, it's not the move controllers anymore. Yeah, They're not rehashing so like that that, that PS three design. <laughs> right. Uh, no, they're 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 brand new controllers. They're in line with like the Oculus controllers. Uh, oh, okay. But they look nice. Uh, they they seem solid enough. I'm a little like I, I'm only slightly concerned because it, it they look like they could break yeah. if you hit them on something hard enough. Uh, we got the USB. But uh, they 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 use USB C, which everything of, should of use course. USB C now. Right. Uh, you you have the haptic feedback shit going on, uh, with with each controller, and I believe that they are going to use the dual sense thing, where like the controller or the triggers push back against you in certain situations. Are, are we gonna so play though, that? Are we gonna play that uh, VR MMO when it comes out? Which one? The 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 one that starts oh. with Z. That that one that we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah, the one that yeah, you definitely. to be a voice actor on. Yeah, that okay. that one. Uh-huh. I'll pr- I'll probably try it. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what I'll do with my life? Uh, so this is neat. Uh, no update on the price though. Yeah, no no update. Um, I am excited that it uses uh inside out tracking. Yep. So you're not going to have a camera sitting on top of your TV. Presumably that also means that it won't be able to like lose track of you if you move slightly too far to the side, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it has eye tracking. Yeah. And that's, I'm not really sure how that's going to be used in gameplay. I do think that eye tracking is an important aspect for things like VR chat and other quote-unquote metaverse applications. Uh, I also know it's going to be used for foveated rendering, where the eye tracking, they'll they'll follow where you're looking and render wherever you're looking in higher definition and then lower the resolution on everything outside of your field of vision. Yeah, I have uh, I have a friend. Apparently you can do that with streaming. Um, and And my... My friend had it set up. I don't know if they have it set up anymore where they had it calibrated so that on stream it would see where you were looking at on the on the screen and like have a little dot that would like move around with your eyes 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Um yeah. I can't remember what the what the camera's called, but it's only like a hundred bucks and you yeah. can do some some cute stuff with it. Some video, think... some games have that like integrated as a solution, like mm-hmm. uh for like accessibility and shit. Uh I I I wanna say uh Star Citizen has something like that. There there are a surprising number of, of games that have it, like uh one of the Deus Ex games. Uh probably it, the, the new one, Mankind Divided. I I really don't know. I was just surprised to see it there. The new one from like six years ago or whatever. <laughs> the the new one. Um <laughs> let me let me look up the Vive 2 stats. Um, because I want to see so the resolution for the Vive 2 is 2448 by 2448 per eye. Um, and this one is 2000 by 2040 per eye. So it's a uh, the the PSVR 2 is going to be slightly lower when it comes to uh resolution, but I don't uh, think that's really going to matter. Field of view is slightly higher on the Vive 2. I, you're right, it doesn't, but I'm just comparing them yeah Um, i i think that the more important thing with that is going to be whether they use fresnel lenses like with uh, the index and i'm assuming with the vive pro i don't um, know immerse yourself i don't know i'm looking it it probably doesn't say because i don't think that they said on like the spec sheet of of the index or even the original vive that they used fresnel lenses Probably but. not. No, I don't see it. But but that does have a slightly wider field of view too, uh, 120 degrees, rather than being 110. Again, yeah. not a huge deal. It's above, uh, about 100 to 120 is what you want. That's usually what I what I will slide my um field of view on for like first person shooters and stuff. I'll put it at like 100 or 110, just to make it wider so it's not claustrophobic um but yeah i i don't see anything and and how much is this 800 dollars for the vive 2 yeah yeah that's the other thing pro 2 is the psvr gonna be 500 there's i don't know it it, there's no way that it's more than 500 right like they'd be crazy to charge more than the cost of the fucking console or an accessory for that console yeah We'll we'll see we'll see what happens, uh. But we should move on to, uh, not our next one. Oh, not our last one. We got we got two more. Uh, E three. Uh, what is that? Electronics Entertainment Expo. Uh, basically our video game expo that they do that's huge and blah 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 and uh it hasn't really been relevant for the last four or five years. Uh, actually probably longer than that, right? Like, cause they they release a lot of E three stuff like before E three now, and then everything yeah. gets leaked. <laughs> uh, so E three is ruling out a physical show this year. Uh, it was supposed to be, you know, physical, like people actually showing up and going there in person, and, and they were gonna try to compete with the game awards and yeah. lose. How, the game awards is awful. It is. It's terrible. But no one gives a shit about E3. I don't give a... I I care more about E3 than I do the Game Awards. Is that just because you have nostalgia for E3, though? It might be. 
but I really <laughs> hate the Game Awards. I mean, I do too. Like, I, I don't watch them live. Like, if anything, I'll watch somebody else watching them, and then I'll read, I'll, I'll like read an article that summarizes all of the the stuff that happened or were revealed. But yeah. like, E3, I don't even every year we do an e3 episode and it's always like and then there's trailers there's trailers and there's it's no gameplay there's yeah. no game no buy like well it, remember what we we decided after five years we have finally figured out what we're gonna do <laughs> uh where we're gonna we're gonna choose a few stories each person will and we'll talk about those Oh, okay, uh, we're, we're continuing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think that's a good idea. It'll make it shorter and and probably a little more inter entertaining. Uh, but but I do. I I mean, I still like E three, and maybe yeah, maybe it is just nostalgia. But it, I really hate the game awards. I can't stress <laughs> how much the game awards piss me off because it's just I don't know the game I... awards and the game awards and the Oscars. And the Grammys, it's just a bunch of rich people jerking each other off. And yeah. uh, I don't care. I, I, ultimately, I, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I would much prefer it if all the major publishers and the, the console manufacturers just did the Nintendo Direct thing. Yeah. Like uh, like how Sony isn't technically part of E3 anymore. They just kind of do their thing. Yeah, like, they, they have the PlayStation Connect or whatever it's called. I don't know. I don't whatever remember. the fuck it's called. Who cares? Like, it's always... It, E3 is and always has been a big marketing showcase. Like, and it's... Like, no one cares whether it's physical or not. At least I don't... I don't... I don't. Yeah. If anything, so, having it all digital means that we don't have another situation where I get pissed off because all the fucking journalists in the audience got free Xbox Ones for yeah. showing up. So I will say that I, uh, I, I, the reason why they are saying that they have canceled the in-person E3 is because of COVID, and I, if that is the reason. I kind of, I think it's par at least partially the reason, but also maybe they just don't want to do it like live. Yeah. Maybe they realize that it's better to just do it digitally. Um, well, like the, the whole like let normies in thing didn't really work out all that well. I don't no, think at least no. for their money. So do it digitally and, and avoid any potential COVID stuff. I mean, I, I've done a couple of things. Uh, in person with you know thousand people or so there uh, i went to uh that that tna pay-per-view or impact wrestling pay-per-view uh in october but realistically still trying to keep things like that down and with the impact wrestling it was you know a few hours not an entire fucking weekend and you you run at way greater risk having that many people because how many people show up to E3? Uh, uh, a few tens thousand? of thousands. Yeah, tens of thousands. You have tens of thousands of people 
And let's be fair, it's it's whenever you go to a convention, uh, there's they like they call it Pax Pox, right? Like everybody yeah. who goes there it ends up getting sick for a couple of days when they come back. Not everyone, but that's that's the the myth. And it, it's true. Like some people do get sick when they go there, and we are still in a pandemic, so let's do things digitally until I don't know. All the unvaccinated people die. Yeah. That's and even my my job was set to go back to the office uh next week. Oh. And they after after the holidays and after fucking Omicron uh decided to spread faster in like two weeks than we did in multiple months of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Uh they they decided okay, maybe we'll push it off until March. And I think that's going to continue to be a trend where people are going to get more comfortable and you then know, they're going to realize that they shouldn't have done that and then you, roll everything back yeah. again. You know what we're doing? Uh we're closing our office. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh we've already done it. We've we there was an office in Washington. Uh, and and not like, cause I work at a a dent dentist dental office area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, like a dental conglomerate, and the clinics obviously are staying open, but there are a couple of offices that were just there for administrative people, IT, accounting stuff like that. Yeah, and they shut down the one in Washington. Cleared out, cleared it all out, brought all the IT stuff down to us in uh, Oregon, and they're shutting down our office, and they're gonna get a smaller building <laughs> because they everyone they're just like we're doing it. We're just working from home from now on. You're not gonna come into the office yeah, unless you need to. They probably realize why the hell are we paying for this office space when everyone's been working from home successfully for this long anyway? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, that's what I'm that's what I'm praying for. I want I want that to just be the new norm. Just fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the great. And, and the great thing is I don't have to worry because uh, th this job, as well as my last job uh, at Facebook, like before the pandemic started, it was the culture of you have to be on site. You can't yeah. work from home. And then yeah. this happened and they're like, they're like, wait, that was a dumb thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, oh, I guess working from home doesn't fucking matter, does it? Okay, yeah. cool. Productivity is still happening? Like, they're still getting their jobs done? Weird. <laughs> um, When I was at a previous employer, they were building a new building. And they wanted it to be two stories tall. Like, and to be clear, they needed a new building. Because the, the old buildings that they had were uh condemned trailers like oh. single wide trailers that were like the city was like you can only have these for a year before you have we have to get rid of them like legally and they had them there for 5 years because the city never told them never actually like followed through and made them get rid of them yeah go figure yeah so they were building a new building, and the original blueprints were that uh, you would have the salespeople and 
other people on the on the first floor. And then on the top floor, it would be like more management stuff. So IT would be up there, uh, the the president, the presidential assistant, um, and then a couple other people like accounting and stuff would be upstairs. Uh, and they wanted to have a big hole in the middle with like guardrails, of course, uh, but like a big hole in the middle so that the CEO, the president, could look down and watch his employees work. Yeah, yeah, the Panopticon. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's fucking bad. That's a bad <laughs> idea. Uh, and they, they had to scrap that idea because it would cost too much money. And they then they, they decided what they were going to do, and it was going to be like an open office setup. Where like all the salespeople would like be like there wouldn't be any cubicles or offices. Everybody would just work in the same area. And I was like, that's a bad idea and terrible. And one lady was very excited. The daughter of the president was very excited because she had went through all these meetings about how great it is to have an open office, which by the way, apparently that's all bullshit. Oh um, yes. Yeah. Um it, you know it's great, blah blah blah, uh, and they were gonna they were gonna have speakers in that would filter in pink noise. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. Um, Why apparently pink noise. Apparently they call it pink noise, but it's basically just like. Um, oh, I, I know I know what it is. I I I I'm pretty sure it's like static and stuff, right? Like it it kind yeah. of tone it tones down. The idea was to tone down the voices so that like even though you're in an office, you wouldn't get bombarded with other people's voices because it would kind of filter it out. Yeah, it's what they do uh whenever there's like a large uh public meeting of rich important people and yeah. they want to keep journalists from being able to overhear anything. They they blast noise outward from that to to flood out all of the sound of voices. Oh, I see, I see. So uh we're we're in this big thing, we're doing a meeting, and like they had several meetings that were basically them just giving the same presentation over and over again. And the the daughter of the president was like, Who's excited? And I was like, eh. <laughs> and then you got fired. No, my manager. Afterwards, he's like, dude, if sh if she could kill you with her eyes, she would have. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. I am not excited about this fucking building. <laughs> and he knew he agreed with me. He, he thought it was stupid, too. But whatever. Like, we couldn't do anything. Like, originally, their concept was they're like, hey, uh, I won't say his name, but uh, manager and Nathan We'll be sharing an office together. And my manager's like, no, no, we won't. That's, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Nah. -uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's move on to our last story. We got a little sidetrack. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, which it turns out this got updated with some good news. So that's cool. Um, so it says Microsoft, Microsoft, I'm telling you, one day I will have my tooth in and I will be able to speak like a normal person. Microsoft almost killed one of xbox's best features yeah so when i posted this uh there was not an almost in that title oh uh oh so suddenly a bunch of people who had paid for dev mode 
on their oh, Xbox right. Ones. Right, right, uh, right. Suddenly, dev mode got turned off. Uh, and... MVG, uh, MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer. Yeah. Had, had that happen to him. Yeah, so um, essentially the developer code of conduct has it set up to where technically you're supposed to publish something in the store within a certain length of time or they'll disable your developer account um which is bullshit uh because like you're paying for it go fuck yourself uh and it it isn't clear whether or not um uh, microsoft went back on this because of the outcry or if it actually was a mistake um but the Microsoft's director of Pro product management, Jason Ronald, tweeted that uh, the accounts were dis or deactivated inadvertently as part of regularly scheduled maintenance, which sounds to me like they click the button that goes through and disables accounts that don't have anything on the store that have been active for X length of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it may just be that, like, every once in a while you have to go on to your account and be like, no, I'm still using this. Please don't turn it off. Because uh, it does say that we're actively working on identifying and re-enabling these accounts as soon as possible. Once an account has been reactivated, users will be able to re-enable developer mode on Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash S consoles. And then play video uh, games again. And then play PlayStation 2 games again. That's... Yeah, and then you can go back and play your emulators again. Uh, but, you know, it, at least at least they acknowledged it. That's more yeah. than what I would expect from really any company most uh, likely what what i think happened is they they probably did it on purpose and then they saw the backlash and were like oh we didn't we didn't mean to do that uh yeah ooh, ooh. it wouldn't surprise me much uh i don't really understand why companies do this sort of thing because i uh i paid for an android dev account uh years ago and they yeah. do the same thing. If you don't publish anything within a certain length of time, they'll send you a few emails yelling at you and tell you, hey, you have to have an active presence on the Play Store or we're going to turn your account off. And eventually, I think they actually turned it off. So but I was like, the, it's $25 and I just don't care. The thing about uh, the this particular dev mode is that there were no emails. There, were, yeah. there was no notification. There was nothing. Yeah. Right. They um, they said the only email they got was one saying, uh, hey, we turned your account off because you weren't actually doing anything with your account, which I mean, they were. It was just stuff that Microsoft didn't necessarily want them to be doing. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing is, you you had to have a presence on the, the store. You had to right. tr or, or like actively like upload games that you were working Something. on. To a yeah. server, even if even if it's not being published to the store, uh, just just to show that you are doing something, which kind of makes sense, and they're within their rights to do so. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's good that. But also, apparently, like these uh, these users pay twenty dollars. Like, just let yeah. them use the fucking feature. Exactly, and and we all know pretty much what why they would have done this is because I'm sure that publishers did not want them doing that 
They, <laughs> like, I'm sure that that the publishers and the the development teams are like, we don't want them playing emulators on this. Kill them. Yeah. Get get rid of like, them. Like I, I don't know what all runs on there. Uh, I imagine that it can run pretty much anything from at least like PlayStation on back. Uh, yeah, uh, it it can run some PS2 games. Uh, it's not great, but I'm sure that once the emulator was tweaked, it would probably run pretty well. Yeah, uh, that's it's really I cool. Know, cool I know that's that, a thing. Yeah, I can't get an Xbox Series X, so I can't try it. But it runs on. It works on Xbox One. Oh, does it? Uh, well, I, uh-huh. I know, but it doesn't. It's. It's not the same. I want I want the newest one, Aroa. Um, my thinking though is that like like I have a PC, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and like my I have a PC... PC and I have a Switch that is modded, so Yeah. I can play PS3 games on my PC if I want. So Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll be okay. I even have a 3070 and a a 10900K. I think I could make something work. I'm making. I have a lot of money. Yeah. Not anymore. I had to spend twelve hundred dollars getting my car fixed. And you're you having to buy a new tooth and jawbone or something? Hey, it's my upper jaw. <laughs> yes, I had to get a bone graft, and that's going to be three grand. It was eight hundred dollars for the bone graft, uh, and then it's like twelve hundred dollars two more times for. The uh, then I I assume what they do really they cutting just do... into your Japanese fund. Uh, I mean I'll I'll still be able to go to Japan. Yeah, fuck yourself. I just won't be able to stay at that five hundred dollar a night hotel or something like that. You know, <laughs> I have to I have to I have to go down to the four hundred dollar a night one. Won't be able to get the massage parlor where they dress up as anime women. <laughs> have to have to just go to the cat one. I did. I, I, when I went to Japan, I think I told you I went to a maid cafe with my sister. Because <laughs> we were walking around Akihabara and like we're just looking for food. And there's not a lot of rest. There's a lot of stores there, but not a lot of restaurants in Akihabara. Uh, yeah. To be fair. And so we're just walking around and there's a KFC and I'm like, we can just go to KFC. I don't give a shit. And she's <laughs> like, no, I want to have something Japanese. And there's this little girl... Uh, like well not little girl but like you know little japanese woman <laughs> in a uh in a maid outfit handing out like flyers to go to the maid cafe and Shanine's like you want to and i was like this is your idea if we go and you don't like it this is this is you this is on you <laughs> and like we, i i was like i knew what to expect she did not <laughs> so like we go in there and they're like you have to go like moi moi to get food and stuff. <laughs> and uh, and so we go in there and we're doing it and like you know everything's ultra cutesy and they're like you can take pictures of the environment but you can't take pictures of us, which is fair. Um, and then we get our food, and then they start. I, I didn't even know this. Apparently, they have song and dance numbers mm-hmm. that they do. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so so they did the song and dance numbers, and then we got a picture with the with one of the the people from the maid cafe, and she was like, "It was fucking weird." And I was like, "I I told you, I yeah, told you I, it was gonna happen." 
I have always avoided that uh, room like the plague at every yep. convention I've ever been to. And yep. uh, yeah, and of course, of course, there's us, and then there's the group, like the other group of people that's in there that are way too into it. Yeah, yeah. That's the main uh, reason why I avoid it is because I know that everyone else in there is going to be like having too much fun. Exactly. And I'm uh, like, I just, you people fucking, like, what drugs do you people take to, to be this outgoing? I don't understand. But my, but, but my idea for next year is I might not go to Japan. Um, I might, I might go to the UK. That's my, kind of my plan tentatively. No, this year, not next year. It's this year. I want to go to the UK. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully the borders are still open by the time you get ready to do that. We'll fucking see. Anyway, thank you for being here, Haroha. Yeah, uh, no problem. I was here. We will be back uh, next week, and we'll talk about more. Is there anything happening next week, like any conventions or anything that we need to know about? Because, like, CES was this last week, and it kind of sucked. Yeah, uh, I didn't see a whole lot from that besides like ooh, samsung has a new tv or monitor or some shit i don't know yeah okay anyway uh we'll see you next week thank you for listening goodbye bye